Oh, Reshan, paano yung selfie natin ah? Anong ganap? Anong meron? Yes, kasi uh, bala kong i-update yung profile pic ko sa Facebook. Ha? Huh? Kapabalit mo lang kahapon na. No, Ben, Reshan, ako nga last year pa yung profile pic ko. Hello, may dalawa akong likers. So, anong nangyari? Yung dalawa, nag-away pa. Yung isa nag-deactivate. Tapos hmm. ikaw magpapalit ka na naman. Hmm, kawawa naman yung buhay mo. Iba yung jam. Iba ako eh. Gusto kong i-promote yung sarili ko sa madla. No, gusto kong ma-expose yung pagmumukha ko kasi sayang naman. Baka ma-expire at walang makinabang. Ano? <laughs> Ay nako. Bagay na bagay talaga ang topic ngayong araw na to para sa'yo. Napaka-timely. Ano ba yung topic natin? It's all about promotion. Alam kong gustong-gusto nyo yan. Gustong-gusto ko. Gustong-gusto natin lahat na napopromote tayo at na-excite tayo, especially pag sa social media, kapag nilalike yung pictures natin. Ah? Na, Di ba natuwang-tuwa yung puso natin? Yes. Pero, this promotion, mas maganda kasi nanggagaling kay Gahad. Wow! Parang nakakurious ako dito, Ate Jam. So, paano yun? Gusto mong malaman? Yes, gusto-gusto ko. Alam gusto ko, excited siyempre. na excited ka Gusto niya nang malaman kung ano yun? Kaya pakinggan natin si Pastor Tim. So last week, we talked about healing. And we all need some kind of healing. But it comes through humility. God said in 2 Chronicles 7.14 that if my people will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from evil, I will heal them. I will heal their land. But today, I want to talk about promotion. Everybody wants a promotion, and we want to go up in life. Well, promotion comes from God, and God promotes the humble. Yan ang big idea today. So, today we have social media, and everybody is trying to promote themselves. The idea of humbling yourself, parang crazy yun eh. Most people don't have a goal to humble themselves. Everyone is busy with the selfie culture, singing and having TikTok and doing a master class or a vlog or uh, having showing their lifestyle and their relationships are so perfect. So everybody is trying to show themselves to the world when God has a different system na hindi compatible sa sistema ng world. The way God operates is through humility where He promotes you. He honors and respects you and lifts you up. So being humble is really the opposite of what is happening in the world today. Most people have this idea na my day. It's all about me. But God says, no, it's all about Jesus. If you want to be great, be a servant. If you want to go up, Lower yourself down. And most Christians don't desire this. Most Christians don't pray, God, I, I, I want to be humble. Most parents don't teach their children, your goal in life should be to be humble. <laughs> It seems like if you said be humble, that's something weak or unsuccessful, uninteresting, unexciting. But actually humility is one of the greatest virtues. Kumbaga, humility is the master key to true success. Now, what is humility? Pinaka basic, humility is renouncing self 
government. I'm not going to be in charge. I'm going to let God be in charge. I'm going to submit to God bilang authority ng buhay ko, bossing, decision maker, the Lord. You know, you'll never be the Lord of your own life. And we need to learn to humble down. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 4 says, True humility and fear of the Lord leads to riches and honor and long life. Isipin mo, the abundant life, all the good things we want in life, it comes by humbling yourself down, getting promotion, getting respect. It all comes through humility. Proverbs 18 verse 12 says pride comes right before destruction. But humility leads to honor. Humility automatically positions you to receive honor from God. And no one could ever honor you or promote you quite like God can. God can bring you not just into financial promotion, but in relationships, in spiritual matters, in emotional and mental health. And when God enriches you, no one can make you poor. If God respects you, and no disrespect from man would ever count. It doesn't matter what kind of promotion you can get from man. What's important is that God is the one lifting you up. In Numbers chapter 12, verse 1 to 16, talks about Moses and people, even his own relatives, rebelled against him and criticized him and tried to pull him down. But the Bible says Moses was the meekest, the humblest man that ever lived. And Moses did not need to defend himself. God defended him. Moses did not have to promote himself. God is the one who lifted him up. God will do the same thing for you when you humble yourself. Promotion is the result of humbling yourself before God. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 33 says, Humility comes before honor. James chapter 4 verse 6 says, God continues to pour out more and more grace upon us. For it says, God resists you when you are proud, but continually pours out grace when you are humble. Yung more grace, that means more in quantity and more in kinds. The more you humble yourself, the more grace you can receive. And grace is the saving grace, na kung saan nakatanggap tayo ng kapatawaran ng mga kasalanan na naging new creation in Christ, katanggap-tanggap sa Diyos, that's salvation. But there's more than just saving grace. There's also sustaining grace. Yung daily na pang-araw-araw na grace to, to get out of bed, grace to do good work, grace to have wisdom, grace to be a good husband, a father, uh, a, a, a leader. There is so many kinds of grace. We need financial grace. Grace and healing in our body. Grace can also be translated as favor. Favors. Pavor. Salamat sa Diyos sa kanyang biyaya. Now, God will assist you or resist you. 
Now, God would resist the proud. Hindi dahil laban siya sayo. God is nothing personal. God is not against you. He's for you. But He resists the proud because He loves you. And He cannot endorse a prideful walk of life. But He will assist and lift you up when you humble yourself. Ah, yung pala yun Ate Jam, kaya pala nasabi mo na napaka-timely ng topic natin yes, that's for right. today. So, TikTok, vlog, at mga live stream, di ba alam naman natin na we are in a generation na kung saan social media seems to be essential sa buhay ng bawat isa. Uh-huh. Pero don't get me wrong guys, because we're not against sa pagpo-post nyo sa social media and selfie, ng selfies and everything. That's right. And you know what? First part pa lang yun ng topic natin. Pero, mm-hmm. sobrang malaman na. Yes, tama And ang tumatak na sa akin doon, Marcia, na sinabi ni Pastor Tim, is that God resists the proud. Hindi dahil laban ng Diyos sa atin, yes. kundi mahal niya tayo. Mm-hmm. Ayaw ni God na masira ang buhay natin dahil sa pride. Gustong-gusto ni God na ipromote tayo yeah. in all areas of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's why ganun na lang siya kagigil at ginusto niyang maging humble tayo. Yes. And aminin man natin sometimes that we are not aware na may pride na pala tayo. Because yes. we thought that it's normal. It's normal sa mundo na ipagyabang mo kung anong meron sa'yo. But the Lord is willing to help us. We need to humble ourselves before Him. At dahil dyan, merong ikikwento si Pastor Tim sa atin about someone sa Bible na na-portray niya na napakagandang example of humility. Kaya ngayon, pakinggan natin si Pastor Tim. Let's go! Peter was a fisherman. He knew all about fishing in the sea. Probably he had a successful work, a successful business. But one day, Jesus came and invaded his life. Jesus was going to turn him around from being prideful to being humble, from being uh, great in the ways of the world to becoming great in the kingdom of God. Put that down for a catch. A little farther out. Cast the net? Magdamag na kaming nangingisda. Laman kami nakuwang ni isang isda. Alam mo yan yung sinasabi niya? Sige. Sabi mo eh. Cast ko na nga. Teka. Di ba carpenter si Jesus? Alam mo yan yung pangingisda? Oh, 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 oh! Wait lang, wait lang! Ano yan? Oh! Ang dami! Napakaraming isda! Nakakagulat! Nakakabanga! Isang himala! Tulong! Tulong! Napakaraming isda! Tulungan nyo kami! Nakakabanga! Isang ang himala! Tunay nga ang salita ni Jesus. Ano ka bang ha? Himala. Namangha talaga ako. Panginoon, Sobra ako namang ha. 
Please leave me. I'm a sinful man. I'm sorry, Lord. Lift up your head, fisherman. Let's go, Noro. Lord, forgive me. Kaya tanong gusto mo, gagawin ko. Follow me. Still today, we can hear people saying, Go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. Now, maaring hindi sinasabi yung exact words na yan, but the message is the same. Lord, give distance. Let me be distant from you. Hindi ako pwedeng lumapit sa yung presensya because makasalanan ako. Minsan sasabihin nila, hindi ako pwedeng magsimba. Hindi ako pwedeng mag... Hindi ako bagay sa Bible study na Masusunog lang ako pag magsisimba ako. And people have this concept na, Lord, pwede ba ako maglay low? Low profile ako? Distansya, amigo. And it's a kind of gap. It's the anti-intimacy pulling away from God. Bakit? Dahil sa kasalanan. But Peter humbled himself, admitted that he was a sinful man, and by that humility... Jesus said, okay, I want to promote you. Hindi na fishing for fish. I will make you a fisher of men. Oh, di ba? Upgrade. Upgrade na si Peter. And God will always promote and lift up the humble. Psalms chapter 51 verse 1. David prayed, have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. That's your covenant love. According to your abundant mercy. Blot out, cancel out all my transgressions. So one thing that has to happen is we all have to admit our condition without Christ. Yan ang isang sa mga basic. Hindi ka maari, hindi maari maligtas ang isang tao until you admit you need a Savior. You can't receive grace if you think you don't need it. You'll never receive forgiveness if you don't think nagkasala at nangangailangan ng forgiveness. So it, this is the thing. It's about humbling yourself. It, it requires admitting that you have a problem, that you need a solution. It's simple logic. Kung ang isang tao ay drowning in the middle of the ocean, imagine a shipwreck, and biglang dumating ng isang rescue boat and he's ready to rescue all the people na nasa dagat but what if yung isang tao na drowning na sasabihin niya I don't need saving magaling naman akong swimmer uh, I'm good enough I'm okay or sasabihin niya ikaw rescue man ikaw ay hypocrite you just want my money or kung ano mga alibay, or kung ano mga excuses na sasabihin ng person who's drowning, he'll never allow someone to rescue him until he first admits, I need rescuing, I need saving. And it's only when you acknowledge your need for a savior that Jesus can actually help you. And it's much like Isaiah in chapter 6 verse 5 Inamin niya na may dumi siya. He said, woe is me, 
for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people who are unclean. And also in Luke chapter 18, there's a story that Jesus told about a Pharisee, itong taong na napaka self-righteous, and the sinner, the tax collector, the sinner na alam na alam niya na he needs mercy because he's so full of sin. May dalawang lalaking pumasok sa temple para magpray. Isang Pharisee. Hi. At isang tax collector. Tumayo ang Pharisee at nagpray. Diyos ko! Salamat po! Hindi ako katulad ng iba. Nagbibigay ako ng 10% ng sweldo ko. Dalawang beses po ako nakufasting sa isang linggo. Hindi ako katulad ng iba. O katulad ng tax collector na ito. Diyos ko, maawa kayo sa akin. Makasalanan po ako. Sinasabi ko sa inyo, umuwing matuwid sa paningin ng Diyos ang tax collector, imbis na ang Pharisee. Kasi ang nagmamataas ay ibababa, at ang nagpapakababa ay itataas. When Jesus was dying on the cross, yung isang kasama na also nakapako sa cross, he said, hey, why don't you save yourself and save us too? So ito yung kanyang idea, save us. He doesn't feel that he needs to humble down, he just wants but the other thief on the cross said, you should fear God. We deserve punishment. This man, Jesus, has done nothing wrong. Tapos he turned to Jesus and asked, Lord, would you remember me when you come into your kingdom? So doon siya inamin niya na I'm a sinner. I deserve to die. But Lord, would you please have mercy? Would you save me? See, humbling yourself starts with admitting or acknowledging your need. After you receive Jesus, bilang tagapagliktas, everything changes. Ganito kasi yan. The devil and the Holy Spirit both are trying to win your heart. Before na maliktas ka, Sasabihin ng devil na you're okay. You're a good person. You don't need any help from Bible or church or Jesus. Just do the best you can. Mabait kang tao. And that's the message of the devil. Nang hindi ka pa nakatanggap kay Jesus. While the Holy Spirit is giving a different message. Siya nagsasabi na you're a sinner 
And there's no way you can be good enough to earn God's love and God's salvation. You need to die to self and receive a new birth or you cannot receive or see the kingdom of God. So, totally opposite ang message. Sabi ng devil, you're fine, you're okay. Sabi ng Holy Spirit, you're not okay. You need to admit your need for salvation. Na, pag once na tinanggap mo si Jesus, all of a sudden, the devil changes his message. Ngayon, sasabihin niya, you're not good. You call yourself a Christian, tapos ganon ang ginawa mo. Yan ang nasa isip mo, yung sinabi mo. So the devil says, you're never gonna be good enough for salvation. God hates you. That's what the devil, before he said you're okay. Pero when you receive Jesus, he says, you're not good enough. And he condemns you. While the Holy Spirit says, you are a son of God. You are a new creation. You are righteous, fully acceptable to God, totally forgiven. Do you see? It started with humility and then God brings you up. He lifts you up into the assurance of salvation and blessing. So now, pag nakai Christ ka na, nakipag isa ka kay Christ, you are humble but confidently thankful. You know who you are, kaya hindi ka feeling unworthy. But you know where you've been. Kaya hindi ka feeling entitled or proud. Actually, natamaan ako sa message na to eh. Kasi, mm-hmm. back when I was still in college, aminado naman ako na mayroon po akong pag, uh, self-centeredness. May pagkalang na siya, no? May pagkalang. Nagawa <laughs> na rin ng pagiging competitive ko, di ba? Ginaganahan ako pag kinocomplement ako ng mga instructors at kaibigan ko. Di man palagi yan, pero... Gustong-gusto ko yung feeling na ako ang may highest score sa mga subjects namin. Gustong-gusto ko rin yung feeling na kapag humihingi sa akin ang mga kaibigan ko ng advice, mm-hmm. no, pag may problema sila, kasi it made me feel like I'm a wise and a reliable person and a special friend. Patagal ng patagal, di ko pansin na lumalaki na pala yung ego ko. Time came na I felt uh, empty inside. At dahil nasanay ako na ako yung palaging tinatakbuhan pag may problema, ano, kapag ayaw kong humingi ng tulong sa mga kaibigan ko. Dahil ayaw kong makita, makita nila na may weakness ako eh. Ayaw kong makita nila na ako ay mahina. I keep it for days, weeks, months. Ano? One day nagpost ang kaibigan ko ng picture niya na may background na kalagay. San Fernando, Christian community. Wow. <laughs> to tell you, yung kaibigan ko po na yon, nung time na yon, ay broken hearted. Kasi, kakagaling lang niya sa breakup. Pero, kitang-kita ko at ramdam ko sa mga, sa picture niya na napakasaya niya. No? Ang bilis, uh, ang napa, napaisip ako, ang bilis namang makamove on ito. Nagtaka ako. And then, one time, nasa jeep kami, napag-usapan namin yung picture na yon, At doon, ay kwento niya yung SFCC sa akin. Sabi niya, maganda daw sa SFCC at pilit siya akong ini-invite. Pero dahil sa pride ko nga, sabi ko, alam mo Brad, wala naman sa religion yan eh. At uh-huh. iisa lang naman ang kinikilala nating Diyos. Diba? Akala mo kung sinong wise. Diba? Akala mo kung sinong wise eh. Yes, I was in need of help nung time na yun, pero dahil sa pride, tinanggihan ko. 
Oh. Ang chance na yun. And then what happened? Sabi ko sa sarili ko, if possible, I want to get out from this emptiness with my own methods and efforts. Kaya palagi akong umaaten ng departmental mass sa SLC. Trinay ko rin umaten sa St. Williams every Sunday. But at the end, wow. I gained nothing. Empty pa rin ako. At doon na ako bumigay at minessage ko ang kaibigan ko na yun. Sabi ko, Brad, nasaan ang SFCC? Inamin ko sa sarili ko na kailangan ko ng tulong. And true enough, mm-hmm. dahil inadmit ko, na-promote ako sa area ng buhay ko na yun. From being empty, ngayon ay full of joy na. No, sabi ni James Owen, sabi niya, admitting your faults is not a weakness. It's a strength. Having your weaknesses pointed out is not a slur on your character. It's an opportunity to improve your life. Wow, napakagandang testimony and Russian. Alam niyo ba na many of us trying hard or trying hard to hide our stains in life most of uh, most of the time impossible na gustong-gusto natin na maging flawless di ba na wala tayong bahid na kaanumang kasalanan yes. o kadumihan sa buhay yes, tama. pero yung mga bagay na to nakikita ni God kahit hindi nakikita ng ibang tao kaya nga nangyari minsan we try to keep everything ang mga problema natin, sinasarili natin, kasi ayaw nating makita nila yung kahinaan natin. Yes, tama. Kasi parang feeling natin, pag nakita yung kahinaan natin, nakakababa. Yes. The point na kahit naramdam na natin, we are already at our limit, at kailangan na natin ng help, kaya, ang tawag pala dito ay pride. Pride ang tawag. And this happens not only between you and other people, but also between you and God. Yeah. But, Friends, wala pong magandang may dudulot sa atin ng pride. Satama. It will only lead us to dead. To dead end. To a place na kung saan we'll find ourselves na walang-wala na hindi na natin kaya. Yeah. That's why the wisest decision to make is to humble ourselves before Him. Yes. Sabi nga kanina, di ba? Admit. Mm-hmm. Admitting that we are in need of help doesn't mean we are weak. Tama. Nakakamaze pa ang mga taong maraming alam but still admits that he is nothing before God. Yes. Kesa naman sa taong nagmarunong-marunungan, hindi tumatanggap ng corrections, mm-hmm. nagdudurong-durungan, tulad nga ng nangyari kay Peter. Mm-hmm. Siya ay bihasang fisherman, pero sinunod pa rin niya si God. Yes. Sinunod niya ang instructions sa kanya. That, at inamin niya na siya ay makasalanan and because of that he was promoted Tama. after nating mag-admit ano kaya ang next step natin let's hear more from pastor team so point number one today is to admit I mean acknowledge that you need Jesus and you can do nothing without him so it's humbling down through admitting your need and the second point is to humble down by submitting. So admit and now submit. Submission is necessary for success in any kind of battles. And we are in a spiritual battle. James chapter 4 verse 7 tells us the key to beating the devil in this spiritual battle. It says, submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. He'll run away from you. So if you don't submit yourself to God, you won't be able to resist the devil and he won't 
run away from you. You cannot fight the devil face to face, head to head. The only way you can beat the devil is not by fighting the devil, but by submitting to God. So submission is your breakthrough to victory in every spiritual battle. Kasama sa pagpapasakop ang pagsuko ng iyong sarili sa kalooban ng authority ng iba. That's what submission really means. When Peter met Jesus at the Sea of Galilee, and Jesus told him, Take your boat out again and you will catch fish. Sabi ni Peter, I know in my mind, there's no way we'll catch fish. Na, na, nasubukan na namin yan. There's no fish today. But because you said so, gagawin ko. Alam ni Peter, or he thought he knows what to do, but Jesus told him to do something that he didn't understand, he didn't agree with, he didn't want to obey it. But Peter made the choice to submit, to put his own mission under, sub, the mission of Jesus. And he said, because you said so, I'll do it. Not because I agree, not because I want to, but because you're the Lord and I'll be your servant, I'll do what you said. And it's also, submission is like what Mary, the mother of Jesus, did when the angel Gabriel told her, you're going to have a baby, name him Jesus, he'll be the Savior. And Mary didn't understand. She had her questions, but here's what she said. I am the Lord's servant. I will accept whatever the Lord wants. Be it unto me. Ayon sa iyong kalooban. And Mary later said that when Jesus performed his first miracle. Sabi ni Mary sa mga tao doon sa wedding, do whatever he tells you to do. He's the Lord. We will follow whatever he says. Jesus gave us the Example. He's our role model. He submitted to the Father's will. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11, it says that Jesus was equal with God, but he did not hold on to his position and his rights of maintaining equality with God. He emptied himself. He humbled himself and became obedient even until the death. Because of that, God exalted him, lifted him up, and promoted him to the highest name above all other names. And when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, making that final decision, if he will go through with the cross, or if he will save himself, and he prayed, if there's any other way, I don't want to go to the cross, but... Not my will, I submit to your will. And he submitted to the Father's will. And that's what it's all about. Submission is putting yourself under the authority of God. You renounce self-government and come under the government of the Lord. And the third point is to commit. So we're going to admit, we're going to submit, and humility is also when you Commit. When you commit, that means being devoted. It means dedicating yourself or prioritizing, you know, obligating yourself. It's a, a promise that I will not 
be the Lord of my own life. I commit to let Jesus be not only my Savior, but also the Lord, the boss, the manager, the CEO of my life. And that is something that takes humility. Because the human nature wants to be in control. We want to make all of our own decisions. Kung ano yung makakabuti sa akin. Kung ano best for me. What I think. What I want. What I feel. But humility is committing to like what First Peter 5 verse 5 says. Clothe yourself. It's parang nagsusuot ka ng humility ni Jesus. It says clothe yourself with humility towards one another because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand so that He may lift you up. He may promote you in the due time. Commit to a lifestyle of humility. It's not a one-time thing. It's that lifestyle where this week palang, you choose to maximize every opportunity to be humble. I promise, every day, you have an opportunity to humble yourself. And I promise, it's never wrong to humble yourself. It's never the wrong choice. It's always the right thing to do to be humble. There's always a chance to humble yourself. If you work in a company, you have opportunities to humble yourself. If you are in a cell group, you have a lot of opportunity to humble yourself. Anytime you go to church, anytime you meet with your family, and there's always a chance to humble yourself. Let it be your commitment to a lifestyle of humility. I'm telling you, it is not a weakness. It's a strength. It is not going to lead you to disadvantages. Humility will lead you to promotion. The more you humble yourself, the more grace God will give you. When you humble yourself, nakikipagpartake kasa nature ni Jesus. When you walk in pride, nakikipagpartake kasa nature ni Satan, who was prideful and lost his position among the angels. Ang downfall niya was pride. And that's the root of every other sin. Adam and Eve, when they sinned, it was pride. Every sin that you ever committed started with pride. And every righteousness that you would ever perform, any good work you did, it starts with submission to God and humbling yourself. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, if you're weary, if you're burning out, then come to me. He says, learn from me. I am meek and lowly in heart. And I will train you how to be humble and you will find rest for your soul. Jesus in John 13 humbled himself, got water and towel and washed the feet of his disciples. Sinabi niya, tingin I am your Lord and teacher, but I humbled myself and washed your feet. You should do the same for others. He's not trying to bring people down. He is trying to promote people in the kingdom. 
after admitting that uh, you're in need of help, next thing to do is submit. Yes. Kunwari, nasa hospital ka. First thing to do is admit to the doctor that you're not feeling well and that you are in need of an immediate treatment. At syempre, after admitting, dapat mag-submit ka rin. Gusto ko lang i-highlight yung sinabi ni Pastor kanina na kapag di tayo fully submitted kay God, yes. I, we won't be able to resist the devil. Alam nyo, totoong-totoo to eh. Try nating i-relate ito sa real life situation. Let's say for example sa isang basketball game. Let's watch this video. Okay, Sakuragi. Kapag pinasa yung bola dito, ishoot mo na kaagad ha. Huwag mo nang aantayin si Uzumi kasi bardagol yan. Kaya niyang i-block yung isushoot mo anytime na gustuin niya. So, diretso shoot na kaagad. Okay? Sige, Coach. Ano ba naman tong si Coach? Parang walang tiwala sa akin. Di ba niya alam? Kenyo to! <laughs> Daming nanonood sa akin. Itong bardagol na to, papakita ko sa'yo gano'ng kagaling ang henyong to. Huwag ka na kasi magpakita ang gilas pa sa kuragi. Ito naman si Coach, oh. Ingay. Hindi ako makapag-concentrate. Ngayon na sa kuragi. Nasa'yo na yung bola. I-shoot mo na. Ngayon na. Wala na naman. Huwag ka na kasi magpakita ang gilas pa sa kuragi. Ay! Ayan tuloy na agawan ka ng bola. Itong bardagol na to. Masyadong kahaman, pinapayam itong henyong ito eh. Simbola, dulas pa. Itong flooring. Ikaw rin ko, siya ingay mo. Hindi ko makakonsentrate. Oh, kita nyo? The coach is doing his best to help yung player become more effective sa game para manalo sila. But because hindi nagsasubmit yung player, naging palpak lahat at di sila nanalo feeling kasi ng player ay mas magaling siya kaysa sa coach. Mm-hmm. No? The coach here represents God. The opponent represents yung devil. At yung player represents tayo. Ikaw, ako. Hinding-hindi mo talaga kayang i-resist yung devil pag pamamaraan mo palagi ang nagahari. You must first submit to God, your coach. Kasi he sees the bigger picture. Huwag mo siyang pangunahan. Always remember this, okay? He knows everything about you. He knows kung saan part ng area ng buhay mo ang kailangan ng repairs because siya ang gumawa sa iyo eh. That's right. He knows what you need the most. After submitting ourselves to God, we now commit. Yes. Pwede na tayong mag-commit. We can be dedicated and mm-hmm. allow God na maging Lord at maging boss ng life natin. And it takes humility, that humility that comes from God. And uh, hindi pwedeng tayo ang magpo-promote sa sarili natin. Because at the end of the day, God sees the motives of our heart. Yes. And let's commit to a lifestyle of humility. Hindi pwedeng ngayon you decide to commit to the Lord and then you go back again and kung anong instruction ng Lord sa atin let's commit and do it let's obey the Lord consider yes. it as our own decision as our own decision na rin to hate pride and offense instead love God and be addicted to His grace Tama. and commit to hate pride because 
partaking of pride, nagkakaroon ng devil sa atin ng hawak upang tayo mapatid ulit ng hindi natin inaasahan. Yes. Kaya, let's choose to humble ourselves before the Lord. Kaya, let's hear more from Pastor Tim. Okay. A couple of years ago, I was praying and seeking the Lord about yung, yung pagpapatayo ng malaking building doon sa San Fernando for the church. And I remember seeking the Lord and I said, Lord, I want this building, but it's not really the number one desire of my heart. Ang unang desire ng puso ko is I want to see people saved. I want to see thousands of people na maliktas and following you and serving you and worshiping you. That was re- It wasn't about a building. I wanted the kingdom of God to come to San Fernando and people saved. And as I was praying that, honestly, I said, Lord, I, I want, number one, I want thousands of people to be saved. And then right as I was praying that, biglang nag-surface sa puso ko ng another reality, another cry ng puso ko, which was actually the number one higit pa sa akala ko number one. And I said, no, 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 wait, Lord. I want to see thousands saved. But really, the number one desire in my heart, even more than anything else, I want to be humble. And it was a desire that I wasn't thinking about it. It was not coming from my studies. It was just the cry of my heart. I said, Lord, I want to be humble. I really, really do. And it's not because I'm super spiritual and all of my heart is pure. You know what it was? It was because I need God's grace. I love God and I need His grace in my life. I need God's grace to wake up out of bed. I need God's grace to love my wife and my son. I need God's grace as a leader, as a as a servant. I need God's grace in my life. So the only way you're going to receive more grace is through humility. I'm telling you, It's the master key. So, we reject pride, we renounce self-governance, and we choose to admit our need for God, submit to God's authority, and commit to a lifestyle of humility. Lastly, don't try to ask God to humble you. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5.6, Humble yourselves. You might ask God for a change of desires. Say, God, I need a new heart. But the role of humbling you is not God's role. He will give you the lifting up. But you have to humble yourself. So take advantage this week of every opportunity to humble yourself before God and even before man. And you'll see what kind of promotion God can do. And when God lifts you up and promotes you, no one can demote you. Have a great week and let's pray together. Panginoon, salamat sa message nito. I pray that you will change our desires to not, not want pride. We want to hate pride. We want to hate self-centered living. Turn our hearts to you so that we can humble ourselves like you. Jesus, teach us how to be humble meek and lowly and teach us how to follow a life of submission to the Father. 
Amen. Let us all live a humble life and experience God's grace and promotion in our lives. Yes. Humility also grants us salvation. Para tayo ay masave, we must admit na tayo endangered and in need of our Savior. Yes, that's why right now, I encourage all of you to humble down at sabay-sabay po nating aminin na we are in need of a Savior. Yeah. Now, together, let's put our hands on our chest and repeat this prayer after me. Lord God, inaamin po namin na kami po ay makakasalanan. Inaamin po namin na wala po kaming kayang gawin upang neutralize ang mga ito. That's why right now, we admit that we are in need of a Savior. Kailangan ka po namin sa aming buhay. Ngayon, nagdi-decision kami na tatanggapin ka namin bilang aming Lord and Savior. Turuan nyo po kami na mamuhay katulad nyo at mas maging malalim pa sa inyo. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.